0: This is Sophie Dawson from sophiedawson.com and this is episode 130 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things <laughs> and this one is about the things and today we're going to be talking about entities mainly entities to do with dr- dreaming, lucid dreaming Ooh, <laughs> but what happens is I've noticed that these entities they also exist in meditations, stuff like that, and I also think that they're probably the same things that people who take psychedelics encounter so I'm going to talk about i've got I've got a list of different entities that I've met in the dream realm, and a lot of these are reoccurring entities they they keep coming back. And they take different forms and stuff. So I'm just going to talk about them. Because I'm think this. i really excited for this one. And little Dennis is as well. The little co-host. <laughs> he's really excited. But we're actually joined by a new guest today. Little Froggy. We've got a little froggy friend. <laughs> he's so cool. So he's going to sit on the desk and listen in. Because he's quite interested. And he's got a very happy face. So I hope you enjoy this one. Doing. little dennis is getting straight into it again he loves getting into these now little kid, kitty kisses she's still got her titties little dennis has been playing with them but they're still they're still nice and firm naughty dennis so they're in their little house you can see their little house and stuff at youtube.com slash sophia dawson boing but let's get into this one i can't wait for this what I'm going to do I'll, what I'm going to do is there's one main entity I really want to talk about which is a, it's a golden being it was a being of light I really want to talk about that one but I think what I'd like to do is is just talk about all of these quickly and then see what happens so the ones I've got on my little list here so well lucid dreaming is where you go into a dream and you become aware that you're dreaming so it's almost like you're you're still sleeping, but you're awake at the same time. It's very strange. And what happens is sometimes what I've noticed is sometimes it's an entity or a dream figure that actually wakes you up. So you start wondering, because what, what I'm all of these figures, here, all of these entities, I'm I'm, I'm always wondering, are these entities separate from me? As as in, are they separate entities with a conscience and stuff like that? Or are they all mind-generated? Or maybe is it even the same thing? Maybe is mind-generated entities, maybe they are actually all separate. But, so that's the thing I'm thinking about. But the type of entities that I've got here are... There's an entity who I, I've called the intimidating character. Yeah. So what happens with these is, they are in the dream. Normally, these are actually in regular dreams. I don't think I've ever been lucid with one of these. I, I think I've had a false awakening, which is where you wake up. You think you've woken up, but you're actually still sleeping. So you, you wake up in your bed, you're convinced you're awake, and then you might do something like turn the light on and off. Because if you turn the lights on, you can say, am I dreaming? <laughs> and if the light's... If the lights don't work, or if they misbehave, that can actually make you become lucid. I feel like I've woken up before with one of these intimidating figures. So what they do is, yeah, well, they're kind of like the next one. These intimidating characters, they're for me, they, almost, they always take the form of like a blokey bloke. So I wonder whether that is just a... Because I'm transgender and stuff, I was always a bit intimidated by, I suppose, people like my dad. Very blokey blokes. So I, I do wonder whether these ones are mind-generated. So it's, it's like a some sort of subconscious fear or something, which is generating these characters. And maybe if I could become lucid and face them, I could... Because what happens is, I've heard somebody say, if you, if you're in a dream... And you become lucid and you're face to face with an entity or a figure or anything, say to it, What are you? Because if you say what are you, and you can actually prove this, because I did it once and it it actually I proved it, is again you can do these experiments. So when somebody says something is the way it is in a dream, what you can do is you can actually you can do the experiment yourself to prove to yourself yeah, so it's almost like you never take somebody's word for it. But in my experience as well, if you say, what are you? The the dream, the figure or the entity, it has to tell the truth. It's almost as if it's not allowed to, to lie. So if it's really like a demon pretending to be something, because one of the later characters in the figures in here is actually a shapeshifter. I get these a lot, shapeshifters. So if you say, what are you? It will, it will reveal itself as a demon if it's really a demon. So that's something... So I would love to have one of these intimidating characters and say to it, what are you? Yeah, so the, one of the latest ones I had, which was a couple of weeks ago. What happened was, there was this... I was in this lucid dream. No, it wasn't. It was a semi-lucid. This is the thing. you get. You get dreams. You get lucid dreams. You get these other dreams where you're aware that you're dreaming... But you are, you're still just observing it. And it's only when you wake up, you sort of think to yourself, I knew I was dreaming there. It's almost like you know you're dreaming, but you don't quite realise you're dreaming. So I was in some sort of theatre or something. It was a boat, a big boat with a theatre or something. And my mum was there and some other people. And this this bloke came along. He was very sort of, well, intimidating And I said to my mum, who's that? And everyone started laughing as if, oh, you don't realise who that is. Yeah. And what happened was, this person was actually a famous person, but I didn't know who it was. Mm. So then what happened was, this, this intimidating character, he actually took my hand and he started walking off, so I separated from the rest of the group. It was just me and this intimidating character, and we walked down down this ship like a big long corridor and then he took his belt off as if he was going to start whipping me and stuff so what i did what the dream what my dream self did was it took its belt off as if like as if well basically the the version of me in that dream wasn't scared of it whereas in the past i've had these intimidating figures and i've actually been scared of them sometimes but i wasn't and what happened was the minute this happened he actually said, well done. And then when I woke up, it felt... Because what happened after that was really weird. He said, well done, as if... It felt to me like as if I had passed the test of not being intimidated by it. What happened then was about... It must have been about eight different figures come into this room. And they all looked identical to this other one. And what there, there was another there's another figure there who seemed to be, this is one of these figures who seems to be conscious on their own because they have a different energy about them. Yeah, they, they definitely feel like a separate person in your dream as if they are aware that you're dreaming. Yeah, even if you're not, they they know that you're in a dream. So they're sort of like helping you or something. So, so what happened was this, this other one, it started saying to me, it explained that all these other people... It was the same person. So it, what ended up was you had eight, basically clones in this room. They were all they were all wearing different outfits, but they had all identical faces. And I started crying, but it was it was tears of joy. I've got no idea why. And then I woke up, and I just when I woke up I thought, ah, I've. It really felt like I had passed the test, by not being scared of this intimidating character but I've had so many of these and it links into the next one which this is one that I have so much again I I don't think I've ever been lucid with this one so what this one does is it actually you'll be in a dream and you'll suddenly be aware that something's on your back and it feels like something's piggybacking it's as if you're giving something a piggyback but you don't want to and what happens is it starts tightening yeah, it starts tightening up. And it, and so, because it's on your back, if you turn around, you, you just can't see it. But you can really feel it. Yeah, I don't like those ones. But again, I, I, I've never become lucid with those, which is a bit of a shame. So those ones are very, yeah, very unpleasant. Because it, it feels just like you've got some sort of horrible creature attached to the, to your back. And it's like it's squeezing you. Yeah, they're quite weird. I I don't get scared by them. They're just really uncomfortable. Yeah, then you've got another one here, which are the ones that seduce you. Yeah, but, but what I put here is they turn evil if you say no. Again, I've had so many of these as well. They normally are really beautiful females. Yeah, they're almost like, well, super sexy. Normally have really big breasts. And the thing is, they're like tempting you, trying to sort of seduce you in, and it's and you sort of, you go towards it, and then the well, I've I've been lucid with a lot of these. If you become, if you realise, well, if you resist them, basically, the moment you resist them, they reveal themselves to be like demons or something. Yeah, so I've had those a lot as well. Those ones feel like separate entities to me. Yeah, th- but, and they're sort of linked in with the shapeshifters, which are coming coming a bit later. I've put here the golden being. I want to do that one last, I think. Cause that one's amazing. I really don't know what that one is. I had these other, other creatures, which I called the ball creatures. This was one of my very first few lucid dreams. I kept having this reoccurring dream of tornadoes. There was a tornado coming through like the city, destroying everything. And one night, I became lucid. There was this little village in the middle of a forest. Trees were everywhere. Little village. And this tornado was coming towards this village. I became lucid. And what I realised was there was these two, like, bull creatures. They were like humans with bulls' heads. Very weird. And there was two of them. One of them seemed to be... Sort They both seemed to be a little bit, I would say, maybe nasty. I don't know. But one of them seemed more friendly and the other one seemed really sort of um, evil, negative. Yeah, actually, that's it. One was positive, one was negative. But the positive one was still not really super positive. But they were talking this really weird language. I couldn't understand them. And then what happened was, I, I went like that. Because I was lucid, and I created a tornado. I fired a tornado out, and it, what happened was this: t- the tornado I put out, it intercepted, it went into the other tornado that was going to hit the village, and it disappeared. It, it basically cancelled out the tornado. So what happened was I I saved this little village from being attacked, and then what happened was, all of a sudden, these, these two ball creatures they were still talking a weird language suddenly I could understand them and the one that was more negative it turned to me and it said something like I've wrote this in my dream diary it was something like I wouldn't want to be you tonight he <laughs> something like that as if it, but the other one the one that was more positive he looked impressed yeah he looked impressed as if you know I didn't. I didn't think you would be able to do that. The other one, he he had this look of impressed of being impressed, but he was also like, "Oh, you've really brought it on yourself now," by by doing that. So that was these little ball creatures. I really liked these ones because these were definitely creatures that felt like separate entities. They were nothing to do with me, because I I've never seen anything like them before so there's no reason why i would I would be creating these these ball creatures, and again, what it was they were behind they were sort of behind me. It was only when I became lucid that I realized they were behind me and that 's what i've noticed a lot is what will happen is you you'll have you'll have a, there's always seemingly entities behind you in dreams, yeah, almost as if you get some that are like observers, some that are like guides, some that are just Almost taking notes, yeah, but they' they'll always be behind you, so that you can't see them, and it's only when you become lucid you you can turn around, and sometimes they do actually think, "Oh no, they've seen me <laughs> sometimes they just pretend they just carry on as as normal but so these two were behind me. It was only when it, when I turned around, they started communicating, but they were talking like a different language thing. Then you've got these ones that look like family members, but are shapeshifters. Again, I have these a lot. A lot of the time it's my mum, my sister, my mum. Normally my mum and my sister. So what'll happen is you'll be you'll be in a dream. You'll be you'll be interacting with these these f- family members, and you're you're convinced that they're just family members. What'll happen is you'll either become lucid and you'll be able to notice a little subtle thing that is not quite right yeah and as soon as you realize it's not quite right it will start it will start it's almost as if it it, it understands it's like it's almost as if it realizes the game's up it's as if it's realized it, it's not tricking you anymore so then what it will do is it will just it will just shapeshift into like a like a, a sort of like a, a demonic little creature or something yeah some sort of... the thing is I talk about this You you get these really scary looking entities sometimes. The thing is, I'm not scared of them. Yeah, it's weird. You're like face to face with these creatures which are very scary sometimes. But you can just talk to them. It's quite weird. Yeah, it's quite weird. It goes all the way back to a meditation I had in 2013, I think. 2014. Where I was face to face with this demon yeah it was, it, was, it was like a witch one of the most scariest things i've ever seen i think and i i i was in the meditation it was more real than real and i knew that i could have woke myself up or got myself out of it but i said i just stayed there i faced it after that whenever i've had like a a, a demon or something in a dream i've been able to sit sit with it instead of running away or something but these family member ones, they are well, these are really tricky ones, yeah, because I would say they are ninety nine percent ninety nine point nine percent like your family member. so what well, what I start thinking is how many dreams have I had where I think I'm because if you think about it, if it's let's say it's some sort of negative entity. If it takes the shape of your of a family member, somebody that, somebody that you trust, that could have a it, that if it can take the shape of a family member, you trust them. It knows, because what I think is it, it's it's inside your head. It knows you better than you know yourself, because it's inside the subconscious. So it knows that if it becomes this person, it, it basically it could do whatever it wants, and and you would do it. So what I'm saying, if you're in a dream, a regular dream, and you've got a family member manipulating you, when you wake her up, that's going to have a that's going to have an effect on you. So what I'm, what I'm what I'm thinking is these these shapeshifters, they could actually be sort of messing with you. They might not just be negative; they might be positive, yeah. Because again, maybe what happens is you've got like a some sort of like an angel thing and it realises it's the best way to communicate is via a family member so maybe like you've got an angel figure or an angel that shapeshifts into a family member because that's the best way to get the message across it goes into that thing when you die and you see family members or near-death experience and stuff again how do you not know that that is actually like an some sort of angel or a higher being who's who's shape-shifted into a family member because that's the best way to to communicate with you stuff like that so I, i love these i do find them very fascinating and it's weird when they shape shift they shape shift like that it one minute they are your family member and the next the next split second as soon as you realize that they are not the family member they will they will shape shift they're quite cool really you've got these little creatures as well so oh, these, are, these are really cool you either get little tiny people they're like about the size of your finger like your, your middle finger little tiny little creatures little people sometimes they look like little cartoon characters <laughs> but the ones I get a lot are they're about the size of my fingernail absolutely tiny tiny little robins the bird, the robin you get these little, tiny little ones; they are so small. It's amazing. I've actually become lucid with them now. If I see them in a dream, that that's like a trigger for me to become lucid. These little tiny robins, I love those. But the little people are so fun. Yeah, they're they're amazing. They are because, well, it's it's like they're living a little life <laughs> inside a dream. But they feel very powerful. Those ones they feel very powerful they they always feel to me as if they are some of the most wisest dream figures or something yeah it, it feels to me like they are maybe well i've started i've started wondering whether they are the things behind the dream sort of running the show or something like that but they're cool i love those ones you got the guides so I had one who I put it here God's Receptionist. My very first lucid dream, my very first self induced lucid dream, it lasted about forty five minutes. And what happened was I had this well, there's these other entities which are just voices. So you, you hear like a voice behind the dream booming. And that feel that sound that to me feels like I think when we're in the dream, we're inside of a we're inside some sort of let's say like a virtual reality the dream is but there's something outside of the virtual reality that is that can look inside and watch everything almost like we would watch a film or something i feel like that the voice that you hear that's booming i think that's actually an entity that is in like a source reality or yeah it's basically outside of the dream looking in so it's sort of it can communicate with you like that so that's that's one thing I've, I've added that a lot another one is this god's receptionist and there's also a new earth lady a lady come to me the other day and said about the new earth and that they feel like guides i had another one once it was it was leading me through this like a it's like a path going through like a country lane or something and it was just telling me loads of information i had another one where i went into well was i was i went into like a some sort of wormhole thing popped into this what felt like an alternate reality and there, and there was somebody there who I just know that they knew stuff and they were trying to trying to communicate all this information I, I took down as much as I could when I woke up but that was another one that felt to me like it was wise and that's the thing th- these guides they feel super wise and they feel like they are well they're trying to help you yeah, you can ask them anything, and they and they will they will answer it. And the thing is, they will answer things that you you don't know. Well, this is amazing, this. so. What happened was that first self-induced lucid dream, I had this guide there, who I've I've said was God's receptionist. See, but he was funny. Yeah, and that's the thing. A lot of these dream figures, especially the ones that are, they feel like they're conscious with, separately from you. They they're funny. They've got a real sense of humour, which I think is a brilliant. So, you're in this thing where it feels super serious. The things they're telling you are super serious, but they're having a laugh as well. <laughs> I love that, because I think it'd be a bit boring if it was all serious. So, so what happened was this one, he, what was it I said? Oh, I, said um, I said, why was I born transgender? And it wasn't like, oh, why was I born transgender? It was more like a curiosity, like... Almost like somebody would say, you know, why are we born human? It was like that. Why was I born transgender? And this thing, it said, well, it said something about God. And I says, is God a he? Because I think he referred to God as he. And I would always refer to God as an it. Because I don't think it's a he. But then maybe, but, so what happened? With, then I said, he, I, well, I said about why was I born transgender what it said was, it said, I think God could tell you, but it might break the illogical fallacy. The, the This was about two years ago, I think. Over the last two years, I've learned so much stuff about spiritual things and that, and time, and how time isn't what we think it is and stuff. I'm starting to f- feel like you're born transgender because you're from almost like you're from the future, yeah, because all the things that have happened in my, this is so weird, all the things that have happened in my life because of transgender, all of a sudden, all that's, the stuff that's going on in the world now with like the virus and stuff, all the things that I've learnt from transitioning, it's, it's almost like it's being mirrored in the world, so it's almost as if being transgender was the way was the best way for me to be able to. Well, I was gonna say like help, help the world. I suppose. So, so what I feel like is everyone is going through a little journey. Yeah, I feel like everyone's going through a little journey. You're learning your lessons. Well, what it feels like, feels like to me is this this is going to sound a bit weird it feels like the, what the earth the earth selects people yeah imagine this the earth it, the earth cuz the earth is not in i feel like the earth is not in time like we are so it it knows what's going to happen in the future and it can see that i think it can see that the timelines are going to split negative and positive what it wants is it wants it wants as many people positive because the earth itself, I think, wants to be positive. So, if the creatures on the earth are positive, the earth becomes positive. If the creatures go negative, the earth goes negative because they're linked. So, the earth desperately, I think, wants to go positive. So, what it does is it selects people. And it, so, so maybe what I thought was this one here, if this one is made transgender, all the stuff it will learn, it will have the maximum. Possibility, probability, of being positive. So in a weird way, what it does is it it does negative things to somebody. Again, like suffering. Maybe the reason you suffer is because you learn stuff so that later on you can actually use that to help lots of other people. So it's almost like, in a weird way, it's almost like it's the earth is. It's almost causing somebody to suffer because it knows that it's actually going to help a lot more in the long run. Yeah, I I like that. So that's the guy. You've got these dragons as well. This is another one I've had a lot. There's a dragon. There's this dragon. I haven't seen it for ages, I don't think. But I went through about six months of this dragon all the time. And it was massive. I used to see it in my meditations as well. The thing was, you could feel it. You could feel its presence. It was amazing. But what happened towards the end was, this dragon started showing up in my meditations. This massive dragon, super scary, you would think, but I was looking at it, with it's like beautiful. I was looking at the details of it, and I was just thinking, somebody has created that. And it was like just this beautiful creation and I thought to myself well yeah imagine if when you die you're face to face with like demons or something and imagine if instead of looking at them I was going to say shit your nicks (laughs) instead of shitting your nicks imagine if you could look at them and look at them as as a way you would look at like a painting yeah imagine if you could look at a demon so it's, it's real you've died you're in the realm of the dead and it's so it's real but you're looking at this demon and instead of being scared you're looking at it and and just admiring the beauty of it the shapes of it the textures even the the scariness of it i suppose yeah imagine that i think that'd be amazing what would happen then because the demon would know that well it, you wouldn't be afraid of it. So I, I wonder whether actually the demon would lose its power at that point. Yeah. So I learned, I learned a really big lesson with that dragon. And I've, what I've started doing in my everyday life is, if I see little creatures that I'm a bit scared of, I've actually started going towards them and just looking at them. So spiders. And the other day I was at work, there was this massive long what's they called centipede or something with all those little legs i used to be scared of that what i do now is i look at it and i just look at it as like a work of art <laughs> i I almost look at it as if as if it's a little creature that's been created and i was watching all these little legs and everything and what i did what i do was i blew on it yeah i do this with little flies as well if if you go up to a little fly or something and blow on it you can see his little wings like flapping. So I start thinking to myself, What what does that fly what is that fly thinking when it's got this wind blowing on it? Yeah. I've done it with spiders as well. The other day there was a spider at work, I put my hand down and I let the spider crawl across me. Yeah. Little things like that. And then again the other day there was a daddy long legs flying about in, in my room. In the old days I would have I would have been really scared there and I, I probably would have Because I was just about to go to bed. I probably wouldn't have been able to go to sleep. But what I did was I just looked and I thought, okay. There's little dragon... Because the thing with those is that they fly about so randomly. They're really unpredictable. And the thing was, I could hear it. It was like knocking against the the wall. Again, because it's so unpredictable. But what I did was I just... I I just put my head on the pillow and went to sleep. So I, I let it be. Which is cool. So... This is one of the amazing things about lucid dreaming. All these entities that you're meeting yeah a lot of them I've noticed are fear it's it's like you're facing fears or you're being you're being guided you're being helped so you're you're either facing things that you're scared of or you're facing things that are helping you to try to help you to face the things you're scared of. So again everything feels like it's it's sort of it's all based around fear, it's all based around facing fear, and then what happens is this is why I love lucid dreaming when you wake up in in a waking state, you actually do start to become a lot more fearless, and it's not just things like little creatures and stuff it's psychological things as well. Yeah, like like the face masks and stuff, which actually I've got to talk about that because they've changed the rules. And for me, the fear has now got a little bit stronger than the courage, which is what I talked about before. So I've got to basically try to, I can't wait for the next face mask and freedom podcast. I think it's going to be quite interesting. But again, like because you're facing fear in, in the lucid dreams and the regular dreams, yeah when you're in the waking state you you can start facing them in there and again if you just look at everything like an experiment so if you face a fear in the waking state and it doesn't work the way you wanted it's just an experiment so all you do is you just you just go home and think about it i analyze it and then try again it's cool oh i've got another one here which is there's this this, another entity is this. There's this lady, she looks to me like a hag. She actually looks like what the shapeshifters. So these family members that shape that are shapeshifters, they very often they look like a hag, like a it's like a witch, yeah. So this I've had this witch character for so long. I haven't seen her. I also haven't seen her for ages. But I, what used to happen was. She would be in sync with you. So she would be latching onto you and sending out like a vortex of energy. Yeah, almost like a, like a like 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 the vortex was going to latch onto you. And f- for me, it felt like either draining your energy or putting negative energy inside of you. And, and what would happen is, no matter where you went, it's almost like you were looking in a mirror. No matter where you went, she was there. So if you hid behind a wall... And then ran a mile and popped your head back out under the wall. She would, have, she would She would still be there. It's almost like you couldn't escape it. It's really weird that, and sometimes I'd, cause it, i' because something that happens to me a lot in these lucid dreams and regular dreams is I'll be invisible. so nobody can see me, but there'll be one or two figures that can see me. and and she's normally one of those so if I'm if I'm in a dream where I'm invisible very often this like hag lady will show up almost as if I don't know almost as if she's sort of saying ah you know you can't escape me or something (laughs) there's also I've got two more left here I've got another one which is like a freaky looking human these are so weird it's almost like to me this feels like you you have a dream where you've Teleported to another planet or something, or an alternate reality where it's say five percent different to Earth. So it's almost like you're on a different Earth. So you got human creatures. Well, human, they're human beings, but they're deformed. So they might have like a a a stretched head, or squished bodies. Really weird because they are humans, but they're a little bit weird. And and in those, I'm always a human. Yeah, so I'm always like the odd one out there because I'm always a human and all the other ones are these weird things. The last one, well, th- these are amazing. Healing cubes. Well, when I was a child, every time I got ill, if I ever got ill as a child, I'd always be really excited because when I went to sleep, I would have this dream about these two cubes. It would be a big cube and a, and a little cube what would happen is the, the big cube and the little cube would start well sort of like merging or something and what would happen is this is weird. It's like you were floating in space observing these cubes. But the thing was you could you were the cubes but you were also observing the cubes. So at the same you were sort of existing everywhere at the same time weird. And and if what happened was you would feel weird. See, you would feel like the expansion, like a never-ending expansion feeling. As these two cubes merged, you'd feel this never-ending expansion sensation. Again, this is so beautiful. That's why I would look forward to being ill (laughs) as a child. It was weird. But the other thing that would happen is you you would feel, you would taste smells and smell colours and all the senses were getting weird, but all that exi- all that existed were these two cubes. now what's weird is years later, because I'd sort of forgotten about that years later, I had a reiki healing session, and what happened was that feeling that expansion feeling and the mixing of senses it all that all came back, and I thought wow i didn't get i I didn't see the cubes, and I haven't actually seen the cubes since my childhood. But I also had a meditation. I think it was last year, or earlier this year, where again I felt that expansion feeling, and and it's it's such a unique feeling, but you can't describe it. Yeah, the only way to the only way I've been able to really sort of describe it is uh, imagine you was like a little creature standing on a balloon, and somebody was blowing the balloon up, but the balloon it could ne- it would never pop. So in other words the balloon could just keep blowing up. So you're s- standing on the edge. You can feel the balloon expanding but at the same time you're also the air inside the balloon so so you're sort of it's weird. It's like you're on your it's like you're inside the balloon as the air, but you are also outside of it feeling it expanding really weird but i love that yeah for me that's like the most beautiful feeling in the world nothing beats that and the thing is well this is my problem at the minute i'm trying so hard to to get back to that in in the meditation but you can't because the thing is this is what gets really weird it's the same thing we're trying to go out of body in a lucid dream or in a dream What happens is, the more you try to do it, the more you're not going to do it. The way to do it is to not try to do it. So that means the way to do it is to not try to do it, but you've got to try to not try to do it. (laughs) So you end up in this sort of pickle. Yeah, and the amount of times I'm in a meditation, in actual fact, the other day, when was it? It was about three weeks ago, maybe. What happened was, because what happens for me is, the, the feeling... It starts to approach. You can feel it. Uh, imagine there's like a cloud. Imagine there's like a cloud. And you ca- and you can sort of feel the cloud coming. Yeah. So what happens is you can feel it coming. And the thing is, if you can just f- let it feel without actually doing anything, it it, it will come. But what happened with me the other, the other week was I could feel it coming. And I started getting excited, thinking, oh, it's coming. And then as soon as I've done that, it, it just went. And the amount of times, again, in a lucid dream or something, you're trying to go out of body, because there's things that happen when you're going out of body. Your, your body starts to go a bit fuzzy. And what will happen is also, well, you, you get this sound as if you're in the middle of a storm or something, and vibrations and all the rest of it. But again, as soon as you start feeling that, it's so easy to start getting excited or scared yeah either you get super excited or you get super scared and both of those extreme emotions it stops it so you've got to be really skillful at keeping yourself in the middle yeah because what happens is in those vibration things I I normally get scared because I think there's a bit part of me is like what, what happens if I go out of body and I don't know there's some fear there so it's fear stopping me with that, and then with the this expansion feeling thing, the thing stopping me is excitement. Yeah, it's, it's quite weird. But let's go back to this golden being. So this was incredible. So what happened was, I was in I was in my bed. I just had a false awakening, which is where you realise you're dreaming. So I pushed the light. Am I dreaming? Ding. <laughs> and the light didn't work so I said oh I'm dreaming so what happened was very often if I become if i were in a false awakening very often I'm in my bedroom I, I know I'm in my bedroom this is weird as well you can feel your room you can feel your room but you can't see anything it's so weird it's like you're in they call it the void I think the void well the void is actually amazing the void is like you're inside of a blank canvas so on a blank when you're doing a painting that blank canvas has got all the it could become anything it's got all the possibility of becoming anything that's what the void is i think when you're in the void your thoughts are like the paint yeah so in in the painting the canvas you put your paint on you start creating a painting in the void your thoughts start creating like the visuals and stuff. so what happened was i I was in my room, I knew I was dreaming again, this is weird as well. there seems to be a proximity to your body, so the void seems to be linked to your body somehow because the further away you get from your body this this is for me at least, the more the visuals come in so, yeah. So it's it's almost like you have to sort of move away from your physical body in order to get into a dream or something. So what I did was I I went through my my bedroom door, I went down my stairs, through my front door. For me, the radius is normally the front door is where the visuals start to come in, or the kitchen downstairs, because that's two different directions. So it's almost like there's like a bubble around my body, which is going to be the void Something like that. Weird. So what happened was I went out the front door, I went through the front door, I was walking along and in the in the left of my vision I could see something. So I turned around, there was this figure, a golden being being of light. I've never seen anything like it. The thing was that's weird is it was so familiar. That's what's weird. Because I was like, I've seen this, I've seen this before. <clears throat> but I haven't I've not seen it before. It was amazing, and it it was like, it was a golden light. Yeah, golden light. It was like a if you've ever played the video game Dragon Age, there's a scene in that where you have to go, you have to go into, what do they call it? Actually, I think they might call that the void. No, there's, there's this, it might be the void. Is it the void? There's this bit where you have to basically go between worlds. You're traveling between worlds. And what happens is you start seeing these spirit people, yeah, so what happened was this this it just looked like one of those sort of things, like a spirit it was like a imagine a human, and all you've got is the outline of the human and it's filled with light, so there's no texture or nothing, it was just light. and what happened was is as I turned around, it's like it saw me and it it walked. Onto where I was, and it walked through the through my door. I thought, "Oh, what's it doing?" So I went. I followed it back through the door, cause I wanted to see. Cause to me, it was going it was going into my body or something. So what I did was I turned around. I went through the front door, going back to my body, and I woke up. It's only as I thought about this more and more. Well, yeah, it, to to me, it feels like what happened there was I've I that. I think that being, that golden being, was actually me. I feel like it's me somehow. And, and what happened was, I was, I was watching myself going back to my body, but but I was watching myself go back to my body before I was going back to my body, almost as if I was slightly out of sync or something. Yeah. So, cause I start thinking to myself, what would have happened if I hadn't gone back? That golden that golden beam would have gone into my body i'm convinced of it so if that went into my body and i didn't it's weird so what happened was i told my sister about this and she got she said she got like the shivers or something (laughs) she she got like the shivers because when she was a child she had this dream and she said it's a dream that's stuck with her she's never forgotten it and what happened was she she was Dreaming she had these two teddy bears, these massive teddy bears. we used to sit on them, we had one each. well, they were both my sisters, but we had we had one each, and we pretended they were little boats or something., <laughs> and we had their hands, and we were like like as if we were on the water, they were massive teddies, but she had this dream about these teddies, and they one of them come to life or something, and she was a little bit scared. She looked out the window, she said when she looked out the window, she saw one of these beings of light, yeah. So then when I started telling her about this, she got the shivers, because she thought, ah, I've sort of seen that before. And she obviously thought, ah, it's like you." So this is the thing. So I started thinking, and then what happened was after this, I went online, started, because the thing with that being is it felt so unique, yeah, powerful, lots of energy. This is why I followed it, because it it had like an energy about it. Yeah so I started researching it online and then what happened was I there's this bloke I put a link in the show notes yet yeah, there's a video on YouTube he's talking about layers of entities or something at the well in the middle this is the thing in the middle you got humans so this is why I think we are the balance point between negative and positive that's why I think humans are we, we're like the with the balance so one way you've got like your angels at the top underneath the angels you've got your light beings so these light beings are sort of they're they're between humans and angels but then at the other side you've got at the bottom you've got like your demons in between that you've actually got your like your gray aliens so that's quite weird that was quite weird to me finding that out yeah, but that that video was really cool. And he was he was talking about these light beings because they start they fascinated me they did. Yeah. So f- for me that was one of the most sort of well, like my sister, I think that dream is going to stick with me forever. It was one of these moments where you you felt like you were well, I felt very it was it felt special to me that one. Yeah, but I want to know what I want to know what what it was and stuff. He, <laughs> oh, I love that though. There's so many more of these. So this is just me roughly like writing about these little entities and stuff. The, the thing for me is, I just want to know whether these entities are separate from you or not. And like that light being, for instance. Yeah, that light being is definitely separate from me, but then because I think it is me, is it really separate from me? That's weird. And it also goes into something else because in these dreams, I've I've often thought, are we sort of jumping between timelines or something? Yeah. So like when we are wait when we wake up in a false awakening or something, is that in a is that isn't in another sort of alternate? Reality, like a parallel universe. So, yeah, I love this. I love it. I love this. Really, do love this. The only thing I, I'd say, really, the the way I'd finish this off is just saying that these these entities are power. There's energy about them. That's why I'm convinced they're not just you. Some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them I think are. They're like they're subconscious things coming out as 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 symbols in the dreams and stuff but some of them are separate and you can tell them you can tell the ones that are separate because again they've got this energy about them there's also something robert wagner said what he said was he said if you if you become lucid in the dream you can say can all thought forms disappear and what will happen is you'll be left let's say you're in a room with a thousand dream figures you say that, there might be five left. So so in a weird way what sort of happened there is your dream is populated with these sort of almost like non playable characters in a video game. But yeah, it's almost like you're playing some sort of art role-playing game filled with these NPCs. So they're just they're just almost like robots. They're there just to make the scene look convincing. But then you've got these other ones sprinkled in who are actually, they're like aware, they're, yeah, they're conscious and stuff. Ding! (laughs) Little Dennis, I think he enjoyed that one. And little Kitty did, because she kept very quiet. Put them back in their little house. I hope you enjoyed that one, though. It's all talking about entities. I was going to talk about the face masks this week, but I really wanted to talk about these entities. I hope you enjoyed that. You can find show notes and everything at sophielawson.com. <laughs> and you can also find videos at youtube.com slash Lawson. All that's left is this week's little inspirational quote. I love this one. Yeah, this one comes from Alec Ice. It's A-U-L-I-Q. And then it's Ice, I-C-E. And the quote is... Only by facing your demons can you stop them having power over you. Amazing. This goes into something else as well. Very often we're having, we have like nightmares and stuff. With these, with, very often we're getting visited by these sort of demon creatures and stuff. Well, what if that's actually a positive thing? Because what if it's not that they're trying to scare you? It's that they're trying to help you. They're trying to help you sort of transcend the fear of them yeah it goes into that thing about the little creature imagine imagine that little caterpillar I'm going over or or anything like a little just a little creature imagine I go over to it and I start stroking in it that little thing might be really scared of me so it's this thing of like you yeah you don't really we only think something's scary because we think it's scary but if we can stop thinking it's scary it's not going to be scary anymore (gasps) i like that that's quite cool this week's little inspirational quote i love it i love it such a powerful one it is only by facing your demons can you stop them having power over you alec ice